Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the very first episode of Everyday Optimism, Conversations and Stories with Summer Caton, which is me. Um, this is the first time I uh, am doing a podcast. Um, it's not the first time recording this episode. I did do kind of a draft one um, before this episode, and it doesn't get any less weird talking to yourself um, and recording these, and, and, you know, I do, I do talk to myself in my head, and sometimes out loud, but, um, never intentionally, that's always stream of consciousness, or something like that, um, so I, I'm hoping that this gets less weird, uh, as it goes along, but, yes, hello, welcome, welcome, I'm very excited to be recording this, and, and starting down, this path and journey, I think it's going to be really awesome. Um, so, yes, the title is Everyday Optimism, and and I kind of want to start off with uh, what optimism maybe means in general, and then also what it means to me. Um, so, so optimism might not be you know a, a well-known topic to some people. It could be kind of a new concept. Um, so, so quite simply, optimism is defined as the hopefulness and confidence about the future or the successful outcome of something like a situation or an issue or or anything like that. It's really, it's believing that, that good, that, that outcomes are are going to be good. It's believing that, um, you know, having confidence and, and being hopeful that, that, the outcomes to certain situations, even if they're really hard situations, are going to be good. And, and that's a lot to do with taking a very specific, optimistic and positive perspective and outlook on these situations. Um, and so for me, uh, you know, I, I really try to live very intentionally and, and that includes being intentionally optimistic in all things. Um, and I wasn't always this way. Uh, I used to be uh, very negative and pessimistic, um, especially kind of end of high school, going into college, um, and and it made me miserable. It just made me freaking miserable. And so uh, I, I decided that I didn't want to be that way anymore. Period. I just didn't want to be unhappy like that. And so I changed and it is as simple as that. Um, people that is like one of my big secrets to life. Um, you can decide who you want to be and go be it period. Uh, and that's a super empowering thought once you have it. Um, and, and sometimes it's easy to do. And then other times it takes a lot of work. Um, being optimistic and, and positive wasn't something that came completely naturally to me. And I, I really had to train my brain to react to situations positively and with a positive perspective, um, which, yeah, didn't come naturally. And and I worked at it and I worked at it and eventually it became, you know, more second nature so that when something happens, I, I realized in a situation kind of had like this out of body third person experience. Like I realized how I reacted to certain situations was, Oh wow. Like 
look at that. I'm being positive. I'm being optimistic. It happened. I didn't even have to try, um, which was really cool. And then, and then from that, I really started seeking out opportunities to be optimistic. And I, I started to focus on the positives in life. And once you change your focus, um, that's really important. Once you change your focus, you know, you really get to be in control of how you react to things as well as kind of you start seeing more good things, more positive things. You seek out and manifest optimistic people in your life. Um, and that is also a really cool thing. This whole the whole power of focus is a really cool thing because it's not like all of those things weren't there. It's not like good and beautiful and positive moments weren't there in your life and around you, um, you just had to put a different lens on so you could see them. And and that's what the power of focus is. Um, another big, like life lesson, I would say, um, if I had to make a list, you know, that would be on it. And so, yeah, I, I, I'm calling this show everyday optimism because, you know, I don't want optimism or being optimistic to seem like it's this intimidating thing or it's something that is really big and like takes like all this energy because it might in the beginning but then it just becomes second nature like I said and and it is just like noticing everyday little things in your life um, that are really beautiful and that are really awesome and it it allows you to take potentially really bad situations and really hard things in life because life um, is not easy and and this podcast isn't about um, you know butterflies and daisies and sunshine and everything's great in the world blah 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 um, which I think that a lot of people uh, can kind of get the get kind of like a a misguided sense of it you know um, being optimistic doesn't mean that you don't see and understand that life is really hard and that you don't feel that because it is and that's part of life. Um, It's simply that you can take a really hard situation and decide what you want to get out of it Um, and if it's going to ruin your day or um, your life or whatever. um, Or instead, you can just decide what you're going to learn from something and, and be optimistic that it is actually a good thing and part of your journey and part of learning on this planet um, and all of that. So yes, everyday optimism. Um, it can be a simple thing. It's just uh, it's just something that's there every day and, and yeah, anybody can access that and access that happiness and that power. Um, and that's part of what I am doing here, why I'm kind of doing this podcast is so, um, you know, yeah, I can talk about some of my tools and my tips and, and stuff like that for framing certain situations with the right perspectives. Um, and that can be really useful to people. Um, but really just talking about that through everyday stories and encounters with people, um, cause there's so much good in the world. And that's an awesome thing. And I think that we should focus on that and spread it and talk about it with everyone and 
and yeah, focus on it. So, um, yeah, that's optimism, kind of the, the skinny of, of how I feel about optimism. Um, I could talk about that forever, but, um, for this first episode, I want to tell a story, um, about something that happened that was really the, the deciding factor, what convinced me to do this podcast, um, and it was the outcome of the story that made me realize there are things that I really want to tell people about because I want to spread this goodness in the world. Um, and yeah, so I will, I will dive in, I will dive into the story. Um, so I live in Everett, Washington, um, which is a kind of biggish city, uh, about an hour north of Seattle in Western Washington. Um, and like most big cities, not only in Washington, but around the country and around the world, um, we have a very large homeless population. Um, and so I, I, that's like, that's a whole topic in and of itself. And, um, but I want to talk about this, this one particular homeless woman, um, that I have kind of come to be familiar with, um, which is a, a horrible thing. I don't want to, I mean, I guess that's just part of life, you know, um, becoming familiar with something, you know, I don't want homelessness to be something familiar and know, well, that's just part of my life, even if it is, um, you know, it's definitely something that I think, you know, I'd want to work to change and people would want to work to change and, and have that be less of a problem. Um, obviously to help, help the, the lives of the people who are homeless. But so, so there's this one homeless woman that, uh, that stays kind of down the street from where I live. Um, she sits on the corner of this fence near this convenience store and I walk or drive past her almost every day. And, and that's why, you know, it's kind of become familiar because I, I see her there almost every day. And she is always just sitting on the cold pavement, um, bundled up in layers and layers and, and all these coats and hoods and just kind of, she's hunched over um, against the wind and, and the cold. Um, and she just sits there. You know, sometimes she reads in a small Bible. Sometimes I see her writing um, in, a, in a little notebook. Uh, but I never see her begging for money, asking for money. She never has a cup out. She doesn't have um, a sign or anything like that. She just sits there, and that's it. And um, I walk past her and drive past her every day, and I, I do nothing. Um, and that's really hard because that's kind of part of, you know, you, you walk past uh, homeless people all the time, and, you know, I don't have money to give them every time, and I wish that I did, and I wish that I could buy them all lunch or food every day, or, or give them a home, or, or, or do something, and, and there are great programs that you can be a part of to, to help alleviate homelessness, and that's an incredible thing, and, 
it's definitely worth seeking out those those programs and, and getting involved and helping people. I think it's great. Um, but yeah, so, so I walk past her every day and, and yeah, do nothing. And that's really hard. Um, and so about a few days ago, I think, um, it's Thursday now on, on Monday, I was walking past on my way to the climbing gym and, uh, there was something different. I, I, as I was walking past, there was a seagull standing there in front of her, just standing there. And it w- wasn't moving it. It just stayed there. And I kind of paused and I was watching it. And, um, and I just was like, it felt like getting hit in the gut because it reminded me of this photograph that I've seen, and, um, you know, first of all, she could have fed this seagull, and then it knows to go back for food, um, and, and the seagull could be her friend, and maybe she has found a companion in this seagull, um, this, this animal, this creature, and, and, and I, you know, that's understandable, um, but regardless of what the actual situation is, um, it reminded me of this photograph, and this photograph I had seen years ago, and then I never looked at it again because it was too heartbreaking to look at, very simply. Um, it is of this this little African boy. He's just completely emaciated, just starving, uh, skin and bones, quite literally. And... And he's hunched over, um, and standing behind him is this vulture, just standing there. And it's like it's waiting for him to die. It's just waiting. And that is, to me, probably one of the worst photos I've ever seen. And it makes me sick, and it makes me sad, and it just, it breaks my heart. And so when I saw this seagull standing there in front of her, begging for food from someone who probably can't eat enough for themselves, um, from someone who doesn't have food really to give, uh, who is probably hungry, um, and it, it too just broke my heart. And it is something, and it settled down inside of me, that scene. And, and I walked past. I kept going. And I went about my day. And that was, that was really hard. Um, and, and yeah, it just settled in me. And I, and I didn't tell anybody about what I had seen because it, it made me emotional and it made me feel just this horrible feeling. And I just, I couldn't tell anyone about it. I, it was kind of just something that I had seen that I had felt and it just kind of sat with me and I maybe just needed to keep it there for a little while and think about it. The next day, 
I walk past and the seagull is there again. And, you know, same feeling. Um, the third day I walked past and the seagull was there again. And I just, like, something overcame me and I couldn't not do nothing. And maybe it was because earlier that day, um, Sean, my boyfriend, and I were walking to the grocery store and there was a cop on the corner, um, and this guy, this homeless man who was just sloshed, I mean, shit, he was so drunk, um, and the cop was arresting him or telling him to move or, you know, whatever he was doing, um, he had confiscated some airplane bottles of vodka, um, but he was just kind of standing there, and as we were walking past, um, the guy was clearly trying to get up, couldn't get up, couldn't get up. Um, and then he stood up and fell and it looked like he hit his head on like this concrete sign post for the grocery store. And the cop, and he like fell and like the cop didn't do anything. And I wanted to scream out like, help him. Like he needs help. Where's your humanity? Why aren't you helping him? Um, you know, and maybe, you know, cops don't get physical with people they're arresting, they're afraid of, you know, somebody trying, going for their gun, or, you know, whatever, I understand that, I mean, there could be a million reasons why he didn't do anything, Uh, maybe he was, like, railing for an ambulance, I, I don't know, but he didn't go over to see if he was okay, and neither did I, and that's what, uh, that's what bothered me so much, is that, we saw this and I felt this like visceral reaction and I did nothing. I, I, maybe I didn't want to get involved or get the cop angry or start something even bigger because I can get really fiery and that's not always the most helpful in situations. Um, but I, I did nothing and I just went grocery shopping. And so that sat with me that day. And so when I walked past this homeless woman the third time in a row with that seagull there, I just, like, this cord was struck inside of me, this fire, and I couldn't do nothing again. So I immediately got on my phone, and I started messaging, um, oh, well, uh, so as I was walking by, I also noticed this um, small, shitty, thin blanket in one of her bags, and and that kind of uh, sparked this in my brain of, of like, you know, that's a crappy blanket, like, it's been so cold here, we've had some really cold winter days, and snow, and all these things, like, that's not enough, that's not going to keep her warm enough, and so I immediately jumped on Instagram, and I started messaging this company called Rumpel, which produces incredible quality blankets. Um, they're kind of like technical outdoorsy, uh, so they're really good resisting dirt and you know some dampness, water, um, easy to wash. They pack up condensed, really small. Um, they're really great blankets, and it's a really incredible company. And I just reached out and I said like, I told them the story. I told them about the photograph. I told them the way that this made me feel. That I wanted to help. Um, and that, you know, I don't have the money to buy her a blanket myself. And if I, 
you know, if they couldn't do anything, I would try to crowdfund and get her a blanket or something like that. But I just asked if they would be willing to donate a blanket um, for this homeless woman so that she could stay just a little bit warmer. And I did all this messaging and and then um, went to the gym. And then on the way, walking back, um, I kind of passed the spot where she is. And then I got this email saying, like, your package has been shipped from the company. And they messaged me back, you know, thanking me for reaching out um, and that they were sending me a blanket to give to her. And I just started crying. I just broke down, started crying right there, um, walking back with Sean and I was so moved because a lot of companies wouldn't do that and a lot of people wouldn't do that and a lot of people would walk by and they would maybe never think twice um, because it's business as usual and whatever. But um, this company did and that makes them just all the more um, incredible and and now, yeah, they're sending me a a blanket, a down blanket. you know, which compresses even smaller, which is great, to to give this woman to keep her warm, warmer. And I was so overwhelmed by how beautiful that outcome was and that if you just, if you, if you take action and do something and reach out to someone, I mean, you could get no, but you could also get a yes. And that could help another human being and that's an incredible thing and and one of the things I would empower other people like if you see something and you have an idea even if you don't think it's going to work because I didn't necessarily think it was going to work just do it because you never know and and something really great might come of it um so so yeah I'll, I'll include the link um, in this podcast to that company, um, and please, yeah, support them, buy a blanket if you want to, buy, buy a blanket for someone that needs one, um, if you can, I, I think it's really important to support companies that are socially conscious, and, and really care about people, because there, like I said, there are a lot of companies that don't, um, so yeah, so we end up having this this beautiful outcome, and, and and I thought that deserved to be shared with the world because something really good came from it, and that's what kind of sparked my I should start a podcast, I should tell stories like this to people, or or tell other people's stories like this to people. Um, sorry if there's some background noise. I'm just recording in my house, and there's a motorcycle outside, but um, you know beautiful stories like this deserve to be told. Um, and so, uh, there's just, there's, there's so much hardship and suffering in this world and and the news focuses on all these negative things, but, but they're really, if you're trained to focus and see them, there are just beautiful things in this world. So much good in this world. And, and that's, why I'm here talking to you right now, 
um, you know, I want to share not only my thoughts on optimism and the tools that, you know, I have employed to become more optimistic and all of that, but I want to share with you actual experiences in my everyday life that are beautiful and good and deserve to be shared. And, and those types of things create this ripple effect that inspire others to go out and do something similar or, or help others to focus on the good things and then they themselves will do more good. Um, you know, I, the only thing that we can do in this world to, to make it more beautiful is to do more good and spread more good and this platform and social media and all these things, like that's a great way to do it. Um, so that's, that's why I'm here. And, and that was the story and that was the, the beautiful outcome. And, and now, yeah, I get to give this warm blanket to, to this woman and maybe I'll go back in a week and it's gone. Maybe she gave it to somebody else. Maybe she sold it. it that's not what matters. What, what matters is that I get to give it to her and that she will know that a person in a company and that whatever that, that people care and people don't just always walk by and that there is good in this world and you know that is important for hope and for faith and for believing that things can get better um and so yeah I haven't gotten the blanket yet and stay tuned maybe for next week, hopefully next week, um, episode, well, I guess two weeks from now, um, for an update on how that all goes. Um, but yeah, we'll see. So, um, the last thing I want to say, uh, cause I'm trying to kind of keep this under 30 minutes, um, is that, you know, I want your stories. Um, and to be a little specific on that, I would love for anybody listening to send me their stories or, um, little things they notice in their everyday things that lift their spirits or, or make you smile, um, instances where you've employed optimism to take a really bad, shitty, shitty situation and find a positive look on it um or or something positive that you learn from it or how it could have changed your life beautifully um those are the types of stories I want to share and and I would love to share your guys's stories so um send them to me uh my instagram tag is ordinary optimist just how it spells um or just how spell just how it sounds, and um, my email, the email I sent it to is ordinaryoptimist at gmail dot com. Um, I will post both of those in the little description for this podcast. Um, and yeah, I think that that is something I would love to do at the end of podcasts is to just share some of your guys' stories that that are sent in that um, to really just like add to this goal of spreading more good in the world and, and beautiful things and how people have employed optimism to better their lives or somebody else's life or 
um, yeah, turn a shitty situation into a beautiful moment, a learning moment. Um, and I think that, you know, that's a great way, or this is a, this podcast is a platform is a great way to spread that to more people. And, and so people can hear that, like, wow, it's not just this one girl, you know, there's a, this happens to everybody. Um, you know, this happens all the time. And, and maybe, you know, instead of me just saying that I can, I can show you guys that it does that. And that would be really cool. Um, so yeah, first podcast down. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening and, and hearing this. And I hope that it made you smile or made you feel something or inspired you to go out and, and just do something good today to have a random act of kindness towards someone or hold the door open for someone or smile at someone. Um, because that goes a long way. That's really important. And, and they're just little things that you can incorporate in your life to really mean something and, and do something, do more good, spread good. Um, so yes, thank you so much love to anyone listening. Um, and yeah, have a beautiful day.